back in the saddle. Welcome back, sir. <clears throat> Thank you. How many miles did you log? Did you count it? Uh, I started to, so about halfway through, I stopped, which I know where our stops are, so I can go back and just calculate the miles. No, it won't be all the miles, but like, you know, yeah, once the, we get to... The off-road stuff right. probably won't count. Yeah. Um, I'd say over 3,000. Let's put it this way. Uh, I had an oil change before I left. I got an oil change while I was out, and now I'll do it again. Do it again. Another, yeah. another oil change. So well, that's probably more than three then. Yeah. Yeah, True. And I have a diesel, so it's really like every five, 6,000 miles to get an oil change. That's crazy. Yeah, so it was a lot of miles, but we broke it up. Um, th- there were some days that we did like five hours of driving, but for the most part, we did like three, three and a half hours of driving. That way the baby didn't lose his mind in the backseat, which I say didn't. It happened almost every day. <laughs> Half the time I talked to you, it was losing yeah. his mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we tried to break it up so it wasn't too rough on the kids, but man, it was cool. It was cool. I, I recommend it for everybody. Uh, it was a great reset, recharge, get out in nature a lot. We saw lots of nature. Um, so for those that don't know, uh, sold the house this summer and um, bought a house, yeah, kind of, and on a whim, and then <laughs> bought a RV, um, and then we drove um, from Tennessee through Kentucky, Illinois. Um, Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska, uh, South Dakota, uh, into Wyoming, Montana, back down into Wyoming, and then back around. So, yeah, we saw quite a bit. Uh, Montana, so we, we asked each other, like, what was your favorite part? Glacier National Park is cool. It is the Swiss Alps of North America. Yeah, so if you've never been, you got to go. I mean, it's cool. Haven't said that. I'm about to offend some Montanians. Mon- uh, is it Montanans? We'll go with it. The Monts. Um, yeah, I like that. The Monts. 15% of that state is really cool. Nothing like <laughs> it in the world, let alone this country. Glacier National Park. Outside of that, it sucked. <laughs> that's, that's some bold words right <laughs> there. It was terrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Um and when I say, so if you get east of Glacier, Glacier National Park, mm-hmm. it's bad. It's not even scenic. It's just. Is it flat like Nebraska? And, yes. Well, Nebraska. parts of it. Parts of yeah. it are extremely flat. Like you you don't even, I just put it on cruise control and just stick my knee on it. And I could have taken a nap. Yeah. Uh, not something I do with five How people. far into Montana? Is Glacier? Go? Yeah. All the way. I went into Idaho. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And that's what I thought. I thought it was pretty far mm-hmm. over. Yeah, almost went into Kentucky. Oh, I'm sorry, Kentucky. <laughs> Nothing like Kentucky. Canada. Canada. <laughs> yeah. Uh, almost went into Canada, and uh, we were on the east side of Glacier, and this was prior to, I think, September 7th or 15th when it, they opened it up, but you have to get a ticket and a reservation to get into the park. Really stupid. And I think seems like a good process. At first I thought that this was like a COVID thing. It's like, seriously, they're making people social distance in a park that has millions of acres. I don't think it had a whole lot to do with, with COVID. I think what it was is this lifestyle has become super popular over Mm -hmm. the last 18 months. People buying RVs and just saying, screw it. I can work remotely. So let's go RVing. Um, right. 
I think that was a big part of it. And there was, there was lots of people. But one day we were on the east side of Glacier and we didn't have a reservation to get in. But a ranger said, ah, if you go up to the north side, um, you can you can get in some trails there and, and whatnot and just see parts that most people don't see. I'm like, okay, well, that blew my hair back. I want to go where a lot of people, you know, I want right. to see the sites, but I want to want to go off the beaten path. So long story short, we go up to the north side. And for those who don't know, Montana borders Canada. <laughs> Geography lesson yeah. 101. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, we kind of got somewhat directions, and then GPS doesn't work if, if you don't have cell reception, if you don't pre-program it in before you go, right? So, yeah, that didn't happen. So, we're like, all right, let's just right up here to hang a left. So, that's, that's what we did, and we go on this road for about another 20 miles. Well, it's heading straight north. Uh, and for those that don't know me, I'm equipped. Always. Always. Um and, you know, traveling with an RV, I have a biometric safe that I keep with me so the kids can't get into stuff. Um, so that's in the truck. I didn't want to waste space inside of the RV. Plus, it's somewhat heavy. I didn't want to add weight to the RV. So it's, it's in the truck under a seat. The only person who can get in, get in it is myself with a fingerprint. But in there is quite a bit of ammunition and several guns. And I came within 500 feet of the Canadian border. And if you got into Canada right now. And we know about our buddy Payne who made that mistake. Uh, literally we might never get out. Time. Yeah. You might never get out. Right. So good news is, uh, one, I saw it and immediately turned off. But two, the border was closed. So I couldn't have even gotten yeah, yeah, got into it if I wanted to. And also, no, squirrel comment. Don't ever tell the Taliban about that one. <laughs> There was nothing keeping people from getting in. I mean, if they want to backpack through Canada for 30 minutes and they come in on the north side, they could have. There's nothing but grizzly bears to keep them from doing it. I didn't see anybody. I'm sure if you, if like, if I would have went into Canada and across that border on the road, then probably somewhere on the road, they'd be like, dude, what are you thinking? Come here. Maybe a border control person on that side. You understand the Taliban in Montana. I mean, I, don't think they fit in very well up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my people in Montana are just as equipped as folks from Tennessee too. So yeah, yeah it wouldn't be a good spot to set and, camp and, to enter the yeah, entry point. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. So that was that was uh, as soon as I saw the sign that says you're about to enter Canada, and I'm like, oh, I've got to get off this road somehow. And sure enough, right before the border is this parking spot. And I pulled in there, but I couldn't have even gotten into the border if I had of, or else I wouldn't be sitting here. No, you wouldn't. Because what our buddy Payne had, he had way less than what I had. <laughs> and they, they were about to charge him with five counts of arms dealing <laughs> just for having <laughs> shotgun shells, let alone what I was carrying. So yeah, Canada is an interesting place right now. Yeah. I can go into that. But so aside from almost going to jail again, uh, <laughs> Montana, really cool, but yes, um, east of, yeah, I mean, even Billings. And I know this is part, I just, sorry, I'm from Tennessee. It's beautiful here. Billings was crap. Yeah. It was trash. Uh, and everything leading up to Glacier was, was pretty bad. But it's almost like the gates of heaven open up when you get to Glacier. You're like, whoa. So Glacier was cool. Wildlife wise, Yellowstone was it, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, elk. You're like, okay, I can't wait to see a buffalo, which we already did in Glacier. We saw a couple of buffalo in Glacier and whatnot. Don't worry. If you go to Yellowstone, don't worry about seeing wildlife. 
It's going to happen. Yeah. And in fact, it's going to obstruct traffic. Right. There's a buffalo everywhere. Like we we were sitting in line for probably a half an hour because there was buffalo crossing one of the main roads in the national park. You didn't get out and push them out of the way? No. <laughs> no, it's not like cows here in Tennessee. No. You don't want run up and smack them on the butt. Um, yeah. Buffalo are huge. There was one instance, though, where my kids got mad at me because we were um, around some of the hot springs and um, – uh, geysers, geysers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So there's like boardwalks and stuff to because you're not supposed to get off the boardwalk because the crust of the the soil is really thin and you could fall through it and fall into a geyser. It's like 200 degrees. Yeah, you're you're in trouble if yeah. that happens. And, yeah. a, and they've got size and, and and whatnot tell you not to do it. But two, they also have had people do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine that. I but. read something last year about someone doing that. Mm-hmm. That was it. So we're we're doing that, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, there's a bunch of buffalo over there. And I'm like, we're on a boardwalk, right? And this is like two by fours and stuff. I'm like, I'm thinking like like cows would think. Cows won't cross a cattle cap, right? I'm like, well, they're not going to get up on this boardwalk because they'll be too worried that it won't hold them. Sure enough, I see a family on, on the, you know, probably 100 yards, and it's, this is a boardwalk kind of circles around one of the geysers. There's a buffalo that hops up on it. It's walking down the boardwalk at him. And then there's this one bull that it must have been rut season or something because it ain't no fun. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all. That's the that only happens. thing that was on this bull's mind, right? That happens. And I don't think he wanted any spectators no. because he's getting honorary and mad. And you did not want to get close to him. Some of the other ones, you could tell they're just kind of watching the action to see what's going on. And so we ended up venturing off to the right and going to see another, um, it wasn't a geyser. It was like a, a mud, not a mud pot. I forget the terminology for it. It's like, it looks like boiling mud. So we, we go over there and by the way, everything smells like sulfur. Mm-hmm. So if you have to fart, this is a great place to do it. No one's going to know. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we go over there and, and see that one. And then all of a sudden there's some buffalo to come out of a tree. I'm like, okay, we need to back up a little bit because the sign's right. 25, 50 yards away, Max. Like, That's a little too close for comfort because I got a one-year-old with me, five-year-old, 10-year-old, and an eight-year-old or seven-year-old at the time. Um, and then, yeah, my wife too. But she can run. The other one's not so much. Um, so I'm like, all right, we're a little bit too close. So we start heading back to where we came from. Mm, guess what's even closer? The mad bull. Bull buffalo. Yeah, so we're kind of like pinned for a moment. So we're just being quiet, not being a threat and let them venture off. But back to the point is Yellowstone, you're going to see tons of Buffalo, tons of elk, antelope. Oh my goodness. Antelope, bighorn sheep, mountain goats. They're everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Uh, And I think even Derek asked me, he's like, isn't there like only 600 Buffalo in the country? No, no, no. I saw a field that probably had 300 of them. Yeah. There's, there's more than that. Yeah. Thousands, thousands. Um, elk are dangerous too. So it was rut season and there were some bull elk in this little town, uh, in Yellowstone. And we got pretty close, too close, actually. Um, there was one moment where this lady was coming down the street. I had to go back to the truck to get my jacket. And all of a sudden I see a bull elk come around the corner of a building. And he was the biggest one that I'd seen so far that day. And he's kind of trotting. He's not running, but he's kind of trotting. And uh, I see this lady off to the left pushing a stroller and, like, minding her own business, business, not even paying attention. And I I look at the bull, and he's kind of looking at her, and he starts trotting a little faster. I'm like, holy crap. So I run across the parking lot, 
and gently, like, ma'am, ma'am, and kind of pushing her and the buggy in between two cars, thinking, okay, if I get in between two cars, is a, a big bull elk is just a tad bit smaller than a quarter horse. That's a big animal, mm-hmm. big, heavy animal. And they have antlers. Yeah. And they ram you. They ram cars and all kinds of stuff. So I kind of push her in between these two cars thinking even if he came over here, I don't think he can fit in between these two cars. So at least we'll have a fighting chance. And then Ranger started running in and kind of like yelling and getting the attention. Didn't help, but you know what did help and got his attention? Mm. Um, Mama Cow. Oh. <laughs> Dude, he beeline towards her. Oh, yeah. He's like, what's, sweet. What's happening, baby? Ain't no fun. Uh, let's go. <laughs> so it, it was an amazing experience. Um, beautiful, beautiful country that I'd never seen. Um. And I recommend it for everybody. You got to go. Yeah. And I recommend doing it the way that we did it too. Just no rush. Just drive. If you want to hang out for a couple of days, set up shop, camp somewhere and hang out. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Yeah. And the waterfalls. I, I sent you some videos of the mm-hmm. waterfalls. Waterfalls and Glacier. It's like it's like somebody's resort pool in their backyard. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And I spent one day, we hiked in. And we saw a waterfall, and I'm looking over that waterfall, and I'm like, oh, I think I can see another waterfall above it. So I was like, i got to climb it. little kid came out, right? And I was like, I've got to see what's up there. So my family stays down. I didn't take any bear spray. Um, I may or may not have been packing because um, it's illegal in a national or state mm-hmm. park. So it, I probably wasn't wearing a gun. Um, so anyways, I, I've got to see what's on top of this waterfall. So I did, I was gone for 40 minutes. I kept scaling waterfall after waterfall. And that's where a lot of those videos that I sent came from. Um, and eventually I just said, there's more waterfalls in this park that I've got energy for. And uh, I made my way back. <laughs> back down. Yeah. But it was cool. I was a little kid for 40 minutes, just that's awesome. climbing up waterfalls and stuff. It was, it was really cool. So, how what did y'all do? How was your time? You know, started school back up, so back to the, you know, I'll call it on season grind versus mm-hmm. the off season. Right, much busier, obviously. Yeah, kids back in school, but it's good. You know, mm-hmm. don't have to, um, you know, entertain them as much because they get bored. In, yeah. in the summer, and they want to go here, want to go there. I'm like, can't can't do that right now. Um, so. It's nice to have him back on a on a full schedule. Yeah, homework was a struggle on the road like that, mm-hmm. just because there's so much to do. It's like you know, we we did anything from boondocking, which is free, where you just find land and camp out camp on out. it. Mm-hmm. Unless they camp out in RV, to you know, a resort. Uh, one I showed you where they delivered a hot tub to our campsite. I mean, that was so we 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 experienced both ends of the spectrum. But especially when you're at those resorts, there's other kids riding bikes around. Homework was a struggle. I'll tell you what. So my son Abe's homework from first grade to second grade it's mm-hmm. like tenfold. It's, yeah. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. It's like a holy cow. It's like the first grade, that's hardly any. In second grade, we have syllabuses and we have projects. And my wife and I are like, oh, man. Well, uh, our evenings just got busier. Just wait. All right, so why it's in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, Sawyer's in second they're into physics and stuff. Newton's first, second, third law mm-hmm. of rel- not relativity, but gravity and friction force and all this stuff. And I'm like, 
I remember going through, but I, I didn't remember, right? Right. I mean, so I'm having to teach myself so I can help teach my son this yeah. stuff. Now, it's a different animal. We were not prepared. We didn't think the jump was going to be like that. Yeah. And it was, it's big. I yeah. mean, reviewing for tests now and things like that. It's like, I didn't really do that. Well, here's great. the good news, though it only gets worse from here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Make me feel good about You're it. You're welcome. Well, let's talk about what's coming up um, instead of, you know, talking about just, uh, the RV trip. Um, let's talk about what's coming down the pike for. Yeah, I'm wearing some swag. You it's are. Funny, now that we get it in, we're changing it up. <laughs> so we got a bunch of swag in the office. Uh, which, That's I mean, all right. We're, we're, yeah, our logo's entirely changed. It's so. like old. It's like old uniforms for yeah. um, athletics. They, they still they still count. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, retro. We'll call them retro. One thing that we got coming up is a program called Replace Your Mindset. And it's something that we were talking about today that we're preparing for uh, because the dates of this event is December 6th through the 9th. So what this is is... Um, Loosely preparing for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare. I wouldn't call it true preparation. Yeah, so here's my preparation so far. <laughs> so I started eating better, um, cutting back massive amounts of alcohol, and started, when I say working out, my home workout, which is 150, 200 push-ups, and then work out with the bands and whatnot. That will, as I was telling you today, it'll prepare me a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna start running. Yeah, yeah that's we gotta do. get some cardio going. So, long story short, replace your mindset. It's a program we're launching in about 30 days with a good friend of mine, Nate Bailey, um, who has years of experience in, in doing this, um, which is changing your mindset, but it. it there's a big physical component to it. And it, that's what makes some people the most nervous is the physical aspect to it. Um, so on December 6th to the 9th, the RYM crew, uh, soon to be RYU crew, um, is all going to be in town. And we're basically going to do a hell week uh, with Nate Bailey instructing us. I just vomited already. I'm yeah. Even there. Yeah. So, Cardi, like, I've, I've done it once before and, and, the good news is you guys have me to know what to expect. I didn't have anybody tell me what to expect. And they, but here's the thing. The instructions were, guys, do your best. Eat right. Try to get in shape. Focus on cardio before you come. The more you prepare, the better off you'll be. And if you don't, you will be exposed quickly. And that's, I didn't, I yeah, worked out a little bit and ran a, a little bit, but I didn't take it seriously. And in the first night, yeah. I was exposed very quickly, in fact, to the point where I passed out while running. And I was telling Chad, who, who potentially is going to do this event with us, uh, I said, you know, guess what I had to do when I woke up? <laughs> Run. <laughs> Run. Makes you feel good. Like, yeah. We don't feel bad for you. You're out of shape. The only yeah. way to combat that is get on your feet. Run. Don't it's sit true. there and sleep. Um so that, that's coming up, and I'm excited for it because you guys haven't experienced the back end of it. I have. It, it's one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Um, so it, it will be a really cool experience. Don't let the physical thing scare you. Uh, let it motivate you. But, yeah, like you said, next week uh, it's time to hit the pavement and yeah. get some miles in because uh, I don't want to be sucking it up on day one. Now, everybody's going to hit their wall at some point. Everybody does. They, they get to that point where they're like, okay, I can't take anymore. If I do, you know, your brain's telling you you're going to die. Um, and everybody is going to be forced to push through that wall. 
And that's the, the one of the coolest parts of, of this event is once you push through that wall, you're like, holy crap, I didn't die. And I am capable of so, so much more. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. So it'll be December 6th and December 9th. Uh, that's not an invite for anybody watching this because this will be a closed event for, for just our crew. However, it will be something that are ongoing events and a program that, that we offer uh, moving forward after roughly November 1st. Our first event for us is not Nate's first event, but our first event for us will be December 6th through the 9th. And there's going to be a film crew there, lots of cameras and mics and whatnot um, for, for not only Nate's part of it, but our part of it. So we can put it on the website so people can make fun of us. Oh, man. We're going to Are they? We are not going to be attractive at all. Mm. Not that we started out that way, but more so on the back end I of it. I lost attractiveness 15 years ago, so I'm <laughs> yeah. not too worried about it. <laughs> well, I'm redheaded and I've got freckles, so I guess I'll always be attractive. Um, but, yeah, so we're, we're – Really looking forward to that and really looking forward to sharing that program and that experience uh, to the masses when it becomes available. But yeah, let us let us get through it as a crew first and then you guys will see what it's all about. And yep. again, it's not just physical. Um, it's probably 50 mm-hmm. percent physical, 50 percent mental. Um, and the mental part is tough. And there, there is some stress, uh, self-induced stress and uh, intentionally induced stress by Nate or any of the coaches. You know, there, there could be, and I can't say too much, but there could be some homework assignments and things that you take, you don't take seriously. Like, you know, what is Matt's birthday? Uh, where was he born? What was the hospital? Um, what are his kids' names? What are the kids' birthdays? What's, what's his wife's names? Little things like that. And then you're quizzed on. You'll have an intake form. I'm not giving away too much, Emma. So you have an intake form, and then so the coaches have all the answers, and then you know you randomly may be tested on it at five o'clock in the morning, and that is the mental part of it, right? And the physical part of it is guess what happens when you get it wrong? <laughs> Burpees, bear crawls, planks, leg lifts, push-ups. So. It's going to be a great time. Uh, you're, you're selling it. You're definitely selling yeah. it. <laughs> selling it well. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. We just wanted to, to come back on real quick and just uh, do, a, I guess, a welcome back video and let you know we're here. And we're going to jam these out on a consistent basis, uh, mm-hmm. especially now that I'm in town. Um, so we've got, a, we, we've got a little bit different. We redid the setup in here uh-huh. too. So that's a lot of what we've been doing. Yeah. Thanks to Derek. Yeah. We got to give a shout out to Derek and, and Baker. Uh, this does look better. Got lighting mm-hmm. back here. It's giving me a, a nice burn on my leg. Um, lighting in front of us. We got nice cameras. Our mic setup is different. So yeah, Derek did a really good job. Uh, got this fancy uh, laptop here in front of me that only, you know, how to work a Mac. Um, but yeah, thanks Derek. Thanks Baker for doing all this. This this looks good. Y'all did a good job while while I was gone. But uh, yeah, be on the lookout for this. Uh, if if you like this episode, I don't know how in the world you could have. But <laughs> if you did like it, please give us a thumbs up. Please subscribe. Also turn on the notification that way when we do future ones, which we're going to do it more consistently. We'll probably try to pump two out per week uh, on a consistent basis on consistent days, so you can be on the lookout for it. Uh, we're also going to be doing some that are very much content based, not just shooting the mm-hmm. crap, uh, which has been a, a we'll lot. We'll do of both, but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, do, will, we'll do content. And, and content. we've got some content coming out um, that is, I don't, I don't like to use the term game changing anymore because I feel like it gets overused. But we've got one program 
that's life-changing. Mm-hmm. It's um, Matt discovered it three months ago, and it's so far been very consistent for three months. And if it continues to do that, um, yeah, it's going to change a lot of people's lives. So we're, we're beta testing that right now. Don't want to talk about any details of what it is or what it's about because we're still in the beta test phase. But from a financial perspective, um, it's looking like the biggest thing we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Personally, now I'm, you know, I can't speak for everybody else, but personally, it's the biggest yeah. thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So, all right, gang, we well, all take care and God bless.